It's Megan. It's Morgan. And we're in. That one is very in sync. I feel like we've gotten like pretty damn good at it. Oh yeah. I mean that's our what twenty second one? And counting. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey. We're back. Again. Feels like it's been a while. Probably because we don't remember the last one very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, even then we recorded that a while ago. Yeah, we actually did record that pretty early. Yeah. Which is weird for us. And then we procrastinated <laughs> recording again because we're trash. Hey, listen, I like to think of it that uh, we were meant to procrastinate this episode. That's true. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, so, yeah, you guys don't know what this week is about. Right. It's a mystery. Oh, my God. ruh ruh Comes full circle. <laughs> it's a callback. <laughs> I said that like six times last night during D&D also. So like saying it's a callback is now basically a callback for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the episode title should be either It's a Mystery or rut ruh 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 We'll see. We'll see when we get to the end of the episode. Fair enough. They said the name of the thing, probably. Technically, we say the name of the thing every time. Like, the podcast? The episode. Usually, we name the episode after something we say during the podcast. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant we say self-titled club every time. And I'm like, we're actually very bad at never fucking saying it. Yeah, we never say it. That's why we have that pre-recorded outro. (laughs) We just said it. (laughs) They did the thing. They did the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, Well, should we let the mystery go? Should they find out what it is? Yeah. All right. Uh, this week on Self Title Club, we're going to talk about body positivity. Woo! In my best therapist voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was a therapist voice. I don't know. I think if I went into therapy and my therapist was talking to me like that, I'd be like, why? What are you on? Can we not? <laughs> Can you just talk normally? Can you just relax? <laughs> Can you relax? Do I need to, like, talk to you for a bit? Yeah. Do you have some problems? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> are you sure? Has God forsaken you? <laughs> uh, we've been pretty excited to do this one. Uh, it's one of the ones that we thought of in the beginning and just never got around to doing. It's been on the list since the conception of the podcast. So, like, over a year. Oh, no. That's the first time alarm. <laughs> time alarm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that uh, drunken rule still stands. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Well, actually, never, but that one will. <laughs> mm, that one. Yeah. No others, though. No. Uh, yeah, so body pos- bleh, bleh, bleh. Bleh, bleh. body positivity. Uh, before we get into that, I actually want to do a little cheers. Yeet. Stop. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Listen. No. This episode is about positivity, okay? Body positivity. <laughs> positivity. <laughs> Weather positivity. Yeah, weather positivity. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. What's it like outside? It's aight. It's pretty windy. It's windy. Yeah, actually, it's really windy out today. <laughs> Story time, friends. Remember oh. that made-up segment? Hmm? 
Oh, oh the, the made up story time segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, story time. We really wanted to record this episode outside because we, the idea of recording a body positivity episode like outside in nature just felt really nice. It just felt nice. We uh, were going to go to a lavender field originally. Yeah. But. But didn't. then they charged an entry fee, and I was like, why? Mm. I mean, we paid to get into Bogle Seeds, but I don't know. That was, like, for our first thing. Yeah. And then they closed down because of Instagrammers, <laughs> so we were like, ah! <laughs> guilt, 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 guilt! <laughs> oh, my God. We were doing it for them because if we went, this place would have closed, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would have closed yeah, down Yeah, I feel like we were field. just, like... <laughs> really concerned that we were going to bring that kind of yeah. like uh karma we triggered yeah <laughs> hashtag triggered yeah oh. um but yeah uh we tried because uh believe it or not your iphone has pretty good mics so if you yeah. guys want to start a podcast and don't want to spend money on equipment like we did like a bunch of psychopaths yeah uh you can do pretty well with your iphone yeah we tested it it works pretty well if you're not on the edge of a windy escarpment uh-huh. On a windy day. Yeah. Doesn't work too well no. in the wind. If you're on, like, I don't know, flat ground on a non-windy day, yeah, you're fine. Perhaps the porch of a Starbucks. <laughs> the porch. <laughs> Patio. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Restaurants don't porch. have porches. <laughs> nice little, like, the wraparound porch. <laughs> They have little rocking chairs. If we ever open a cafe, we're having a wraparound. Oh porch. my god! Okay. <laughs> Our adopt adopt a cat. Adopt the cat cafe. Yep. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> um, what the fuck was I? Right. Okay. Before <laughs> we get into this, uh, we promise we're not drunk this episode too. Promise. Uh, we're gonna do a cheers to that. We haven't done one of those in a real long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to cheers the fact that uh, you're gonna see it later, but. Me and Megan have been getting our nails done recently after a long break of not getting our nails done. Uh, but Megan actually has been able to curb her biting nails habit. Weep, 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 weep. So we've been getting our nails done with our real nails, no fake tips, um, using that crazy dip technology that's just the dip magic. <laughs> it's yeah. wonderful. It's some real cool shit. Yeah. So cheers for you not biting your nails anymore. With our rock stars <laughs> the plastic clink <laughs> i feel like this was a even quieter than the plastic starbucks cup yeah just like a little like doop. we didn't even do it close to a mic either no. so i probably had no idea nope it's fine it happened we promise yep we cheered rock stars yep because that's just the day we've had and as you guys have already seen, uh, we got our nails done separately a week apart <laughs> and still managed to pick the same nail color. Yeah. Because we're ridiculous. But did it differently. Because yeah. that's just how we roll. We're the same but different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's play a little game to get into this because I feel like this might be a little oh, on the heavy side boy. today. Million dollars, but. Million dollars, but. I sent Morgan one the other day, and it was million dollars. But every time you walk up the stairs, uh, dragons are real, and they fucking hate you. <laughs> and it's like haunted me ever since. This game haunts me. It's bad. You have so many stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I live on the third floor. It's awful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, million dollars, but 
Every time you get lost or need directions, uh -oh. a stranger must hold your hand while you go to the restroom or you cannot go. <laughs> I guess the next time you go to the restroom. Um, a stranger. Also, like, so is it like every time or just the, the next time? I would just say the next time. Because if it's every time, hell no. Cause no, like, I'm I would dealing... just say, like, the next time after you get lost or need directions. But also, like, what's need to ask directions? Because I usually just Google the directions I feel like that's needing to ask. No, what? but if you get lost. Oh, so, like, Googling. Okay, okay. If you don't know how to get somewhere that you've never been before and you look up directions, I don't think that's. I think it's more if you get lost and you need to find your way back and you have to get directions. I take it then. That doesn't happen often to me now, honestly. But okay. <laughs> the stranger holding your hand the while you go to the bathroom? Like, that's weird. I honestly can't think of a time that I've asked, like, I've genuinely been lost and asked someone for directions in my I know, like, like looking it up lifetime. on your phone counts. Like, if you're lost and need to look up an alternate route or something. But that's the thing, like, the prerequisite of being lost. I just, I am so not down with being lost that, like, I just need directions in hand before I go anywhere. No, I know, but, like, let's say there's traffic where you were gonna go and your GPS isn't rerouting you and you have to go look up another way. Like, that would count. That's not lost, though. That's just... I would just stay in the traffic then. If I knew that, like, rerouting myself would mean holding a stranger's hand while peeing, I'd just be like, traffic it is. Mexican standoff. Wee-wee. -wee. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to risk it. I'm not taking it. I'd do it. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I think you're wrong, but fine. I, I think you're wrong. This isn't about who's right or wrong, Morgan. This is about what you would do for a million dollars. Oh, my God. We almost pulled the same card. Oh, this one's worse. <laughs> okay. Million dollars. I love it. But. Uh, okay. <laughs> million dollars, but a giant picks you up and swallows you whole. <gasps> then you make the entire journey throughout his digestive system. Every time you need to reference a map for directions, digital or otherwise. Oh. <laughs> Hell no. No way. No. That's I did good. that today. I don't know how many times. <laughs> like That's a no brainer. Nope, no way. Nope. 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 Especially not after the discussion we just had. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you look up directions so much. Yeah. No. After the, after the specifications that I just said yes to my first one, <laughs> I would absolutely need to say no to yours. Yeah. Sounds good. Oh, goodness. Your turn. Oh, wow. That was fast. <laughs> yep. God damn. Some of them take so long to decide and some of them are just like, nope. A million dollars, but whenever you touch another human, your mouth disappears for a day. Like, it just, like, erases off your face? Yeah, I suppose. Like, you know, do you remember those, like, kid shows we used to watch and the, the pencil drawing and yeah. they would, like, erase stuff? Like, like And that? they wouldn't be able to, like, talk and stuff. Or, like, Every time you touch, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, no. A human. Hard yeah. no. That'd be awful. No way. What a terrible way to live. That's just the worst. Yeah. The, can well, these stop being so easy? Like, damn. Give me something right. to think about. Let's go. 
<laughs> million dollars, but you grow a unibrow when you hear someone speaking with a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I think that would be freaking hilarious. Would it, like, fall out after? Uh, I'm assuming you'd probably have to, like, wax it or whatever off. If you still have your unibrow... What happens if you hear another person speak with a British accent? I hope it doesn't get more furious. <laughs> <laughs> more furious? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my. I'm going to take it because I think if I am going to hear someone speak in a British accent, it's either going to be like in a situation where I don't care or I'm going to be in England. And I mean, a lot of British people are ugly, so it doesn't matter. have the most furious eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> yup, you bet. <laughs> I mean, at least no one can, like, see your face. Yeah. Just be, like, hella long. Oh, no. But what if I met, like, the cast from Harry Potter and I grew a unibrow? That's so random. Oh, no. What counts as British also? Like, there's so many different... I think just... Spans. (laughs) I think it counts, like, all of the British-sounding... I don't know sense. if I could do that. That sounds like a real hassle. There's a lot of fucking British people. And, like, I like a lot of their TV shows. I was going to say, I just haven't really heard a British accent in a long time. But, yeah, Harry Potter movies. and Oh, uh, yeah. Them. Yeah, no. I, I watch a lot of British TV. Can't do it. I couldn't do it. Damn. Yep. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a million dollars, but anytime you watch a movie for the first time, all of your blood comes out and replenishes shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I assume that means it doesn't kill you. I was gonna say two questions. One is how shortly is shortly? Cause that sounds terrifying. I would assume approximately the span of a movie. <laughs> um, my second question is like. Do you actually just die then? Like, I don't... I don't think so. If you lose too much blood, you die. Yeah, but I would think, like... I'm just gonna make... I'm gonna rule for the sake of, like, the thing that you don't die. It's just, like... Just <laughs> shitty. <laughs> like, Yeah, I watch too many movies You're losing, shit, like... Though. How many fucking pints of blood is there in a human? So a many. crap ton. That's so much blood. Like, you know how much of an inconvenience it would be to watch a movie for the first time? I watch too many movies. You know how much harder it would be to make me watch any movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Megan's movie club would cease to exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't do it. I love movies too much. <sighs> I'd probably just use the million dollars to start going to, like, Broadway shows and stuff more. So you're going to take it to never watch a new movie again? I don't know. What about the new Marvel movies? Oh, no. Come on. (sighs) Shit. Wow. I'm really going to give up a million dollars for Marvel. I'm sorry, but like. (sighs) Fuck you, Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say Morgan and I was like, No. (laughs) No. No. Fuck you, Marvel. (laughs) What the fuck? That's fucked. Wow! <laughs> the blank cards! I'm ta- this is what I'm talking about! Are they all in a row? No, okay. 
I'm not gonna. Take no, the not now card. that it's been dropped. Do you want it? I mean, they're just like random now. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe the card actually says this. Oh. Million dollars, but one of your family members will make global news for doing something really fucking stupid <laughs> whenever you witness or hear a high five. <laughs> I'm 100% taking that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. One of my family members is on the news for doing something fucking stupid? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. 100%. That's their problem. <laughs> Literally. You related to that jackass? Hey man. I don't give a fuck. Literally. <laughs> Also, like, <laughs> okay, so A, that's just funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, B, so does, do you have to witness it, like, in person or, like, would witnessing it in, like, a video or something like that count? I would say for the sake of the thing, it would be in person. Okay, so that's not that bad. I don't, like, as an adult, I don't really witness high fives and stuff like that. Me and Connor high five all the fucking time. Yo, (laughs) you can also like do your family members just randomly. (laughs) Can we pick which family member though? Because that would be like the cherry on top. Ooh, like if you're the one high fiving, you can just be like, bam, fuck you, (laughs) fucking Uncle Joe. Suck my dick. (laughs) Racism is real. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck you for saying climate change isn't real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd totally take, take it. <laughs> totally. And I'd have a million dollars. So that'd be fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last one. Uh, Sure. Oh, no. No? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just... Yes to the last one. Okay. Oh, no to the cards. Oh, no. <laughs> um, A million dollars, but... Whenever you accidentally fall asleep, uh, a porn star takes your mother on a nice date. What's so bad about that? <laughs> I said I don't know about the first card. Whenever you accidentally fall asleep. Because I accidentally fall asleep a lot. I was going to say, that might be hard for you. I don't accidentally fall asleep a lot. Oh, my God. I fall asleep all the time. I I'm, know. I kind of think I'm narcoleptic. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. Might mention it when I go for my MRI. Be like, so, like, I don't know if this is relevant, but just throwing it out there. I'm just gonna like toss some shit out. Be like, don't know if this is important, but hey, <laughs> here it is. Here it is. Uh, um, but no, like if a porn star is gonna take my mom on a nice date, that's fine. I was gonna say, like I'm- it. It doesn't say that the porn star is going to screw my mom or like do her dirty. Yeah, it just says they're gonna go on a nice date. And I mean, like I'm sure my mom would enjoy that. Oh yeah. And I mean, like if she wants to bang him, I mean that's. Fine. I would suggest my mom not banging someone. Yeah, she's no. Married. I mean, your mom's married. Yeah, my mom's single, so that's chill. Exactly. She can do what she wants. Yeah. And like, wait, what was the first card again? Accidentally falling. Asleep? Every time you accidentally yeah. fall asleep. I really don't do that very often, so my mom might have to go on one, like maybe once a year. Yeah. If that, I do it all the time. So they just <laughs> <laughs> randomly show up at my mom's house. Some random like buff ass porn star just show up and be like, "Hey, Lorely." Or it didn't specify gender. Ooh. So, like, a girl porn star? Some sexy lady rolls up like, hey. Sup. Sup. I'm here to take you on a nice date. That'd be super fun. That would be super fun. Yeah, I'm yeah, totally, I'd totally taking that. Yeah, i And I have a million dollars? Sure. Uh-huh. Fucking A. Cool. Yeah. Might throw my mom a couple hundos for Yeah. That. Be like, hey. There you go. 
Barza some nice. <laughs> the porn star might do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Buy yourself something nice. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Porn star might be generous. Exactly. That was really nice. I know. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm sad that this is the last one because <laughs> this is. Uh... Okay. Million dollars, but. You're given a memory of a major life event that never actually happened oh, whenever no. you enter the wrong password. <gasps> oh my god. See, that's horrifying. It is, but I don't I my passwords are very similar. And like I can usually get them pretty quick, but sometimes I put in the wrong one cuz I can't remember which one I used. Or like Sometimes I just type it a little too fast, and it's like, burp, burp, you did it wrong, and I'm like, fuck you. I did not. I wonder if this is, like, cause for the Mandela theory. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. I, yeah, I, uh, don't. I, I don't think I could do that. I don't know. For a million dollars? I don't know. For a million dollars, I mean, I, I guess I could just type my passwords way more carefully. <laughs> yeah, be very aware of it, and you could start writing them down and referencing them every time, just in case. There's ways around it. Yeah. I think I'd take it. I'd just make all my passwords numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of getting around it, so I want to talk a little bit about the last episode when we played Million Dollars, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> admitted that I'd be okay with stealing from tip jars. Oh, my God. Okay. So this isn't a correction because I stand by my argument where if I'm going to steal from a tip jar... Oh, my God. It never said I could tip them more than I stole. So, like, whatever. There's that. Okay. Uh, there's also one... I remember when you mentioned the tip jars that were, like locked mm -hmm. and i just said i'd bring a hammer with me <laughs> um i was thinking it's only tip jars you see so what if i just like walked in with like my head up like can't... oh my god <laughs> if i don't see the tip jar i can't steal you can't just purposefully ignore the tip yes jar. i can if i know oh that it's god. a thing i totally can oh my god i'm just saying there are ways around it that's all oh that's killer <laughs> You're just like, here, here's your tip. But like, I don't know if you have a tip jar or not. And they're like, it's right. And you're like, no, no, don't no. tell me. <laughs> I don't need to know. I don't need to know. Don't tell me. Uh, take it. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely take that one as well. Oh my God. I keep forgetting that that's the last podcast. <laughs> you're like, I call back to the last episode. And I'm like, what was the last? Oh yeah. <laughs> Where we were drunk. Oh boy. Yeah. I don't know. Chance just walked by and oh, <laughs> he like mouthed something at me, and I was just like, I can't read lips. <laughs> Fun fact, everyone: Megan cannot read lips. I feel like we've said it at least like two or three times. In the book. I don't know. I was uh, that book that I read recently. The main character in it is really good at reading lips, and I was like, Go <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> like they make a point about it in the books, and I'm like, suck my dick. Yes. Oh my god triggered yep. i'm self-conscious about my ability to read that. uh all right you want to get to the meat yeah oh yeah i might not say <laughs> wow <laughs> that was kind of weird uh. well that's uh, what we're here for 
body positivity. Wow, I like your therapist voice. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Fuck you. <laughs> I got creepy. <laughs> I didn't like that after. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Where should we start? Okay. Well, first of all, so we're going to talk about like our own experiences uh, in school and growing up and shit and media influences and whatnot. And also the thing that we said earlier that we said we'd get back to. Um, we were going to record this episode a week earlier and did not because <laughs> we are dumpster fires. But Mostly me, but yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, however, it was delayed a week, I believe, because God has not forsaken us for once. <laughs> for once. <laughs> for once. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, and my dear friend Sebu from work, who I will introduce more so later, um, has given us his view on body positivity and stuff growing up, which is a very unique view and very different from what mine and Morgan's point of view would be and i feel like that is an important perspective for sure so and it's nice to just hear from other people like their perspectives on this topic that aren't just us yeah and also like we're like i said earlier we're the same but different (laughs) we're both (laughs) cis girl plebs (laughs) and you're basically getting, like, okay. a similar opinion from But how can the title of this episode not be we're both <laughs> cis girl plebs? Like, fair enough. Come on. Fine, the subtitle can be rut row raggy <laughs> we're, we're, we're both cis girl plebs, bracket, rut row raggy Yeah. Are we happy now? Oh, joyously, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel drunk again. <laughs> cool. We're not. We promise. Mm-mm. So First anyways. time I've had a rock star in like a year and a half, two years maybe. So maybe that has something to do with it. I'm just tired. Yeah, that too. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. We went on a journey today, but yeah, more on that another time. Yeah. No. It's not too, important. too short. Anyway. So. Yes. Boy, oh. I think body positivity is complicated. Oh, yeah. I also think it's very important. Oh, yeah. For everyone to practice it, for everyone to experience it. And, oh, man, has it become, I want to say easier as an adult, but then, like, part of me's like, no. No. Definitely not. I think it's, like, kind of like a practice makes perfect thing or, like, a fake it till you make it. Yeah. Like... I feel like I don't usually, like, encourage people to just fake the feelings you want to feel all the time. (laughs) But, like, it gets to a certain point where, like, if you're just feeling like crap all the time, it's going to make you just feel like crap forever. So, like, at some point, you kind of got to just force yourself to feel okay. And eventually, you'll just realize that, wow, I kind of feel okay. This is fine. It's it's, okay to feel okay. Yeah. It's It's okay okay to not feel like crap. Yeah. Because especially because there's, if there's no reason for it, too, like, (sighs) yeah. Especially looking back on high school me. Oh, my God. Looking back on high school me is frustrating as well. Uh, I don't even really want to go there, but it's kind of important to today's topic. Yup. That's the other thing, too. Like, when you say it's kind of easier to deal with in adulthood, it's like, 
when you well when i think about it at least i don't want to speak for you but like i feel like i've been dealing with this since a very young age like Mm -hmm. the whole issue with not feeling comfortable in my own body like Mm -hmm. i felt that pretty much since i was like 10 or 11 i feel like i recognize that i felt it more so when i was in high school but then kind of when i got into adulthood i was like "Mm, no i definitely felt it way younger than that yeah like i just didn't really have the thoughts to recognize it i guess yeah i remember specifically like i had always been like a a tiny kid like Mm -hmm. i didn't really have a lot of fat on me or whatever and then when i started like going through puberty and getting hormones and stuff uh like around 11 Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i started gaining more weight because that happens um and i used to do dance for people that didn't know that um and one of the costumes we had was like a velvet bodysuit which was real tight crushed velvet uh i think it was burgundy damn yeah it was pretty cool actually what the fuck uh, but when you're kind of bigger and not feeling great, it's not the best thing to no. wear. Uh, and I didn't feel super comfortable in it anyway, just cause I felt like I looked different than what I usually did in previous years. Mm-hmm. But my cousin like came to see the recital and he was younger and he didn't really know, but he was like, Hey, you kind of looked fat in that costume. Wow. And that was kind of the first time that I remember anyway getting a comment like that and it's really stuck with me still. Damn. Like it was just something where I was like, Wow. Like I didn't think people were actually like noticing how noticing I that, yeah. And then Especially, I just like at such a young age. I know. Like, fuck? But he was also younger than me, so I feel <clears throat> like he didn't really understand like He'd only known me in one way, and then all of a sudden, the next time he saw me, I was different, right? So he just probably didn't understand. But at the time, I thought it was like, what the fuck? You're like, whoa. And I think part of that really, like, started a lot of my issues. Like, not to blame him or anything, but just it kind of made me more aware of other how other people saw me, which made me super self-conscious, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. What grade are you in at 11? Uh, Or when you are 11? What the fuck? I was in grade 5. Okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. And, like, especially with, like, going into intermediate grades at that time, too. Yeah. Like, everyone's getting boyfriends. And oh, don't even. That's not what this episode is about. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. Ugh. Can yeah. we not? <laughs> well, I mean, some of it is kind of like. I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't know why we're now talking about puberty, but. That has a big I mean, part of... That's part of it. No, I know, because, like, that's also the year, like, in grade five that I actually started to, like, have boobs, too. And, like, mm-hmm. I never really thought about it or noticed it until my mom was like, oh, like, you need to start wearing a training bra. And I was like, why? She's like, because people can see your fucking nipples and, like, you're getting bags of fat on your chest. Like, you need to rein those girls in. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even... Yeah. I don't even notice them. Like, people... Other people are noticing? Like, I what don't... the fuck? Yeah, like, I just... I. I felt like when I was younger, I always just felt like a body was like, it didn't matter really. It didn't matter. Or like, it was just the way that you got around to do cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden now it's like, wait, people are actually like noticing and judging my body. This is stupid. Like why though? But then that's all I could focus on. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think it goes back that far. Yeah. I don't know. I think I was like kind of the opposite. I was always kind of like 
chunkier as a kid like looking back on pictures of me and my brother we were always like those chunky face mm-hmm. little like munchkin kids and like I feel like I remember like grandparents or uncles or whatever like making comments about like being chunkier as a kid but then like I kind of thinned out when I was like I want to say like six or seven ish mm-hmm. like probably grade two or three so like seven or eight ish yeah yeah so yeah around that age yeah um and then <clears throat> right i'm so funny now because of those that's the only problem i know <clears throat> uh so then well probably around the time my parents divorced actually Hey. Hey. <laughs> Here we go. It's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatic events happen. Whoa. <laughs> hmm, guys. Weird. Things are all connected when you start thinking about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then, like, switching schools and coming back and everything. Uh, that probably played a part in it. And then, so I probably thinned out for a little while. And then I more so remember in high school then, and, like, I can specifically remember my mom making comments at me mm. and like, this is going to sound shitty to people that don't know me and like to anyone that might be listening, but my mom is overweight. And I specifically remember her making comments at me about how when she was my age, she used to be thinner like me. And then she put on more weight when she had kids and everything. And I was always like terrified that if I had kids or anything, I would put on all that weight. And I was just like, mm, like, I don't like that idea of not having control over my body was more yeah. my issue. And I was just like, mm, and about that. Is that, that's not really a big reason why you don't want to have kids though, right? No. I also yeah. just hate children. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, oh God. Yeah. My body just wouldn't handle it anyways. It's weird too, because like everyone's body reacts differently in pregnancy and also yeah. like different in different pregnancies like Mm -hmm. i know people for their first pregnancy that gained like a bunch of weight oh yeah and then the second pregnancy it looks like they weren't even pregnant like it's strange i'm pretty sure for my mom like my brother's was or i'm pretty sure michael's actually was her easiest pregnancy and then he ended up being stillborn and then for brandon and me we both sucked (laughs) and then we came out i mean like we're shitty humans but like (laughs) relatively fine we're here like (laughs) we've lived this long yeah you like relatively unscathed physically sort of kind (laughs) of whatever (laughs) okay (laughs) makes a podcast about it yeah it's fine it's fine yeah we're fine but i just think it's like i don't know i feel like That was why I wanted to bring up more of, like, either society or, like, the way our culture kind of brings us up and, like, this weird body awareness where it's, like, why can't bodies just be something that brings you to do cool shit? Like, why do we have to, like, I don't know, sexualize everything and, like, make everything so, like, one-sided, I find? Like, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things now that, I mean, looking back, like, it was always kind of like that, but there's always, like, something that's like, oh, well, right now, big booties are in. So, if you have a big booty, you're, like, the best. Yeah. And all small booties can go away. I remember, like, 10 years ago, it was big boobs. If you had small mm-hmm. boobs, you were, like, disgusting. And I had small boobs. Oh, man. That was the other thing, too, was I, my boobs did not come in until, like, 
grade nine or ten. Seriously? Yeah, I had smallest boobs for the longest time. I literally got called Skeeter Tits by my friends in grade eight. Like my friends called me Skeeter Tits, and then I just got boobs, and I was like, "Cool." We'll see. Thanks. My boobs like started coming in, like I said, in grade five, and then in grade six they kind of got like bigger. But like, so that's like pretty early though. No, but like all my friends at that school had small boobs or like no boobs so Man. Then when i moved schools and got friends or made friends with people that already had boobs it was like okay my boobs aren't actually that big wow okay okay but like to be fair the people i was hanging out with had really big boobs <laughs> so like beside them every boobs are gonna look small because they were yeah, big they were big they were really big they were really big yeah i was called um con concave Concave is the one that goes like in, yeah. right? Yeah, my boobs were concave, is what they would say. The fuck? They were so small, they went inside my body. Yeah, it was great. What even are teenagers I don't and know. like prepubescent kids? You all suck. So shitty. All of you. Yeah. If you don't think you suck, you suck. I'm sorry. Totally suck. Sorry to break it to you. I also sucked at the time, but everyone around me also sucked. Yep. We all sucked. Uh huh. So. That's why a lot of people lose their high school friends because. They all suck. Ugh. Like, you know what didn't suck? Um, oh no, I can't remember. I can never remember the name of the actual fucking book. Stay Golden Pony Boy. Oh my god, The Outsiders. The Outsiders. <laughs> I fucking always want to call it um, West Side Story for some reason. Nah, I kind of get it. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Anyway, that was in grade eight though. Yeah. I didn't read that book until recently. Actually, I listened to the audiobook. Oh, my God. Okay. I know this is completely off track, but I need you to, if you can, quickly off memory, tell me what the books were for your English classes from grade 9 to 12. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, I don't remember what actual book we did in grade 9. I only remember the Shakespeare book. Grade 10, we read Hunger Games. Oh, I knew you guys did Hunger Games one year. Grade to Kill a Mockingbird is one year. Oh, right? To Kill a Mockingbird was, was grade, grade nine. nine. Thank you. Uh, yeah, grade 10 was Hunger Games. Grade 11, we did Wuthering Heights, and I fucking hated it. Oh, and then grade 12 is Lord of the Flies? We didn't do Lord of the Flies. Oh. We did um, Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Great oh, Gatsby. okay. That's why it's. That's why we had such a hard time figuring it out. We had a whole conversation about it, because there used to be, like, a standard set, and then, like, at some point, they kind of changed it. Like, totally. During... It was a whole thing. I feel like the only thing that stayed the same as To Kill a Mockingbird is Grade 9, which mm. I don't think they should change, because I fucking love that book. I've never read it, because I was in Applied. It's not a book in Applied. What? We were both talking about, because we were in Applied English. Um, it, it started because we, we were having a conversation about how I'm not actually good at math. <laughs> This comes into body positivity. Honestly, in my opinion, positivity about like your education and stuff plays into this and shit. The I education system is broken as fuck and it makes it so, so fucking hard to deal with anything to do with your body and your fucking brain yeah. while you're trying to deal with going to school. Oh my God. Anyways. Um, and then we started talking about English and how we haven't read certain books because we weren't in academic English. So what did you do in applied English? You didn't read books? No, we did. It just wasn't those books. It was, um, oh gosh. So grade nine, we did, oh shit. I don't remember what we did in grade nine. Grade 10, we did Romeo and Juliet. Or maybe grade nine was Romeo and Juliet. Um, grade 11 was, oh my God, it was always Shakespeare. Grade 11 was Macbeth. So you didn't do any books that weren't Shakespeare? No. Because we did a book and Shakespeare. No, in, we always in did Shakespeare. 
and then for Miss Clark, it was her last year. I thought we were going to do Shakespeare and it was going to be epic because it was her last year. And she was like, I don't want to do Shakespeare. We're just going to do The Collector. And I was like, I've already read this book. And she was like, yeah, I know. You did Fred Butler's fucking essay for him <laughs> three years ago. And I was like, yeah, cool. This is going to be the most boring English class of my life. And then I almost failed. Uh, we got Miss Clark's last year with Macbeth. Wow. It was fucking epic. That's bull shit. Miss <laughs> Clark. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Send link this in her DM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen wow. to this this timestamp. <laughs> fuck you. This episode's new title is fucking Miss Clark. <laughs> <laughs> no. Except no, she actually wasn't that bad. No. As much as like she was a hard ass, I actually really liked her as a teacher. I'm just really surprised that she didn't want to do Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Right? I was like, bitch. come on. <laughs> like I actually really enjoyed my sh- fucking Shakespeare things. Yeah. I love doing Shakespeare. I don't I don't think I'd enjoy reading the books as much if I wasn't doing it in class. Mm-hmm. Just because we got to dissect the words and like have someone like help us help us to interpret like the behind yeah. the scenes kind of stuff. Because if I read it on my own, I think I'd get the story, but I wouldn't really get as much of the hidden meanings. Uh, I read Romeo and Juliet on my own in grade eight, <laughs> and I did it for like an English assignment. So then when we did it in grade ten with Mr. Kitchen, I was like, Mr. Kitchen, why? I hated Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. So much. I think grade nine, we might have did an independent thing, and that's why I did Angels and Demons. Nice. Yeah, it's a really good book. Still have to read it. Anyway. anyway. Off, 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 oh. off track. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um. So, yeah, I just think it's kind of crazy to think that, like, like you said, like, when you're in high school, you kind of think that it's all starting then. But then when you, like, look back on it, it's like, no, this really started way earlier than I thought. There's a lot of, like weird stuff and like uh, I hate it because it's a lot of stuff that I see reflected in not like my friends but like people I know who have kids now and it's like behavior that they're showing towards their kids and I'm like stop like that's really fucked up yeah I don't there's a lot of things that even like I don't want to put blame on anyone because nobody, there's no right way really to do anything. But no. I, I think that my mom was kind of always down on herself mm-hmm. in that way, especially regarding her weight, which she's not overweight. She's just like normal sized, I guess. Mm-hmm. But she always wanted to be thinner because since she was younger, she was thinner and mm-hmm. whatever. I think that was my mom's thing too. Yeah. Was she was thinner and then she had kids and wanted to go back to what she was before. Yeah. But like, I always remember her like, you know, I don't know, just being really down on herself. And it kind of made me think like, maybe I should be down on myself too. Like maybe I should be more critical of myself. I remember her asking, I remember asking her a lot, like if she thought I was fat and like whatever. And eventually Mm -hmm. she was just like, if I thought you were fat, I'd put you on a diet. And I remember thinking like, that's kind of weird. Would you? Like, do I really need to, like, I guess if I was like obese and like it was causing me health problems, but like, I think there's a difference between fat and o- obese. Yeah. Because it's like, obese kind of means like, oh, like, I'm on the brink of being... There's like health problems. Yeah. But just being fat is kind of like, whatever. Whatever. You're chunky. Chunky and funky. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you guys didn't see the little head waggle she did when she said that, but it happened. Well, it was funky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just... There's a lot of stuff that people do, like, without meaning to. I yeah. Think. There's a lot of things that happen that affect 
children and people around you that that you don't realize um and like with those issues like i i like in high school went through like eating disorder stuff and mm-hmm. it was hard and i don't know like gaining the weight and recovery is like it's hard because the thoughts don't really go away but like you you're... know that you're quote unquote better off yeah like it's just it's strange and it's like it's taken me a long time to like even let go of some of that feeling but Mm -hmm. it's still there and it's still something you have to fight like all the time Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just so and that's something i was gonna say about the media too where it's like people like they're trying to normalize stretch marks and cellulite and stuff like that but what i hate is whenever they're normalizing it it's always about like if you're pregnant and you have cellulite or stretch marks because of that and it's like okay but People just get that. I was going to say, like, I don't get why people aren't normalizing that because I remember the first time, like, I started to actually, like, actively gain weight because of recovery and I got stretch marks. I remember texting you and being like, bro, like, I have stretch marks. This has never happened to me Mm -hmm. before. Like, I don't even know. And you're like, yeah, it happens. Like, when weight fluctuates, like, it's a thing. Yep. And I never, no one ever told me that, ever. Like, I thought I was crazy and I thought I was disgusting for it. And then, and then, like... I'm like, okay, it's normal, but you never see anyone just normally talking about that. No. It's always just, oh, yeah, he's proud of them because, like, you carried a a baby in your belly. And I'm like, it literally, like, blew my mind that that was the first, like, experience that you had ever really had with them. Because I was like, that, what? I know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. We don't talk about things here. Literally, I think it's just. Well, we talk about things here. Well, yeah. That's literally all we do (laughs) here. (laughs) I don't know. I just think it's something that people aren't comfortable talking about, which I get. But I think it would benefit a lot of people if it was talked about more. Oh, my God. Definitely. I don't know. It helped me a lot when you were like, yeah, dude, it's normal. And I was like, oh, well, now I don't feel so stupid. Cool. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not dying. Neat. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's good. And I think, like, with the whole, like, body positivity thing it's more just about like accepting kind of that everyone will kind of look different or be different and that's okay it shouldn't stop people from like wanting to live their lives and do fun stuff oh man and like something that really blew my mind and like something that i don't know how i don't know if like it was only a recent thing that was i don't know created or named or whatever but like Body dysmorphia, homies. Ugh. Looking in the mirror and seeing one thing one day and then one thing like later that day or like the next day and it's completely different really fucks with you. Oh, yeah. 100%. And like you see on the Internet, everyone's like, oh, your body weight fluctuates throughout the day. And you're like, but literally my body is a different shape different shape and like completely look like, like a different size. I even. don't look like the same person. No. What the fuck? Yeah, that was a big thing, like, when I started going into recovery. For a stuff. while. It was bad. Yeah. And then the internet's like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. And you're like, oh, neat. Yeah. Well. I thought I was crazy because I literally didn't know what I looked like. But, okay. Cool. Good to know. That's just the human psyche. Yay. Fun. Yeah. Ugh. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about. Yeah. That's just insane. Because also, like, before I really knew that that was a thing, I constantly look at used to look at people, like, 
in the mall or just out and about and like see them in a cute outfit and be like oh like I wish I could wear that or like blah 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 and I'd be like bitch you can yep just put it on (laughs) literally put it on your body and then leave the house yep and not give a fuck also oh my god can I just say how happy I am that high-waisted things are a thing now? Yeah. Because fuck whoever made low-rise jeans. Yeah. Fuck you. You suck. Mid-rise or high-rise. That's mm-hmm. all I'm about. And, like, these, like, more safari-style, like, longer <laughs> shorts. I just I hate about that thigh rub, guys. No, I love the longer shorts, but, like, ones that look cute and not... That have crotch fabric that, like, exists? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> listen, I'm not trying to have my ass out. It's just the only shorts I can buy. Yep. So, fuck you. I feel like we could do a whole nother episode on, Ugh, like, women's Just the fashion clothing. industry? Fuck my life. Well, I think we've talked about us for enough time, unless you have more yeah. stuff to say. Not really. No. Just that, I mean, accept it. Oh, yeah. Live life. One other thing, too, is like... Love, love, <laughs> No. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, like, it takes a long time to, like, practice body positivity in, like, a constant way. Um, you're not always going to feel great about it, and you're not always going to feel like oh, it's man. there. Like, me and Megan were saying, like, it took us years to even come to terms with this kind of stuff. We are in our mid-twenties, fam. Oh, I don't know if you caught those ages we mentioned earlier, but... Time alarm. <laughs> there it is. Number two. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's going to take a long time, but I think it's, like, worth it to, like I said, just be able to enjoy the better parts of life instead of worrying about your body so much. Practice self-care. Wear sunscreen. Yes. Especially oh if you're gosh. white. Wear sunscreen. Shut up. I, Especially one if you're going Twice. Twice. Especially if you're going to a car show. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that this burn is like just on my hand and like here is totally That's fine? Funny. Yeah. It's retarded. Connor's like, just wait till winter and your natural color will come back. Wow. And I was like, wow. Wow. You're right. But wow. Fuck. Anyway. So, yeah. So, Sibu. Sibu, I've not met you. Awful noise. Eh, it's fine. Sibu, I've not met you, but I'm excited to read this letter. We haven't read it um, out loud through. yet. Or yeah, out loud. Or sorry, yeah. <laughs> I meant to say what you said. Whatever. We, we just kind of lightly skimmed it to see who's gonna read what and whatever. Yeah. We're gonna split it up half and half. So intro your little Sibu. My little Sibu. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he was supposed to be on my team with. Uh, Bianca before she was not our team lead anymore he was literally on our team I don't even know if he actually ended up coming onto the floor before she moved uh, contracts or whatever but he was already part of our group chat and he had shadowed with me and we became best of friends because he is the cutest person ever and I love him and yeah we were like specifically tasked with becoming friends with him and then they were like lol you're not going to be on the same team as him and we're not going to sit him near you and we were like what the fuck <laughs> how am i gonna friend this why guy? you gotta break my heart like this <laughs> Jesus. 
what the fuck? So he was still part of our group chat. So we were like, okay, well, we're still gonna be friends with this hoe. That's fine. And then we did the whole, whoops, we did the whole Waldo's thing. He was the drag Waldo. I've mentioned him before. Nice. Yeah. On our, our drag episode That's with awesome. uh, Austin. So uh, I'm not going to go too much into his thing because I feel like his letter is going to do a pretty good job explaining it. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So I guess we'll just get into the letter maybe. So yeah, this was a letter that he wrote. Megan had mentioned we were planning on doing a body positivity episode and he was kind of going through some stuff, I well, yeah, think. Yeah, he's going through some stuff right now with yeah. his whole jam, which you'll know more about in yeah. a moment. But we thought it might be nice to get a different perspective than, than ours. So Because as we said, we are cis, cis white, white plebs. <laughs> and women. Two women. Yes. Just nagging. It's a hand house. I hate that expression. Then why'd you say it? Because that's why I said it in a mocking tone. So anyways. Uh, yeah, he literally wrote us a letter about like his kind of story perspective type deal. So we are going to read it to you. So it's story time. Story time. It's a segment now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Hey, guys. Thanks for inviting me to share with you and your listeners for this excellent topic. Since I am absolute trash at writing intros. See, we're all trash here. Oh, all trash. Uh, I'll let you two crack a joke or make a witty remark and jump right in. Oh. Uh. Uh. Even dumpster fires provide warmth. Hey. Hey. <laughs> there we go. Everyone's useful. I'm also trash at intros, so like, fuck. Yeah, we literally made one intro and we haven't changed it since we started. <laughs> you were the, you turned to the wrong people to make this. Yeah, good. that was bad. All right, so. Uh, I grew up in northern Ontario in a town populated predominantly by black flies and trees, but there were some people there, too. This is why I love him. <laughs> uh, it was a nice place to live, and this was true if you weren't oh, if you weren't cis or straight as well. We had a gay bar that would open its doors for teen events for the local LGBTQA+. I got all them letters. Uh, kids to get out for a safe place to mingle, and each of the high schools had a pride council and a safe room. They also had a, quote, gay high school, bracket, heavy on the air quotes there, ladies, <laughs> which had a performing arts, which was the performing arts school, sorry, and due to their welcoming attitude and school culture of acceptance, most of the LGBTQA plus kids felt more comfortable going there. And that's where it started for me. Dun, dun, dun. Nice. Uh, as a kid, I was very much a little princess. Oh, <laughs> I guess I should backtrack there. <laughs> Maybe mention that. Um, so he is trans. He yes. began as a female and is transitioning to a male. So the story is beginning from the perspective of a woman. Yes. Point. <laughs> but he gets way more into that. So yeah, he'll. We'll, we'll get into that. In a yeah. Moment. All right. All right. As a kid, I was very much a little princess. I had blonde. Oh my god, blonde ringlets that fell to my knees. I liked wearing makeup and nail polish. Though I was only allowed to, allowed to wear lip gloss, I couldn't tell the difference from the age at the time. And I was undoubtedly a little girl. There was never anything I thought about or questioned as a kid. I was entirely too focused on having fun and playing with my friends at recess. It wasn't until the 7th or 8th grade that I started looking at my body and beginning to notice things. I was tall for a girl my age, always made to stand in the back of the class picture near the middle, and I had very broad shoulders. I wasn't overweight by any stretch of the imagination, but I certainly wasn't slim like all the other girls in my class seemed to be. They would always uh, blah, blah, they would always have the trendiest outfits from places like Urban Planet and American Eagle. Ooh, I feel this. Oh yeah. my god. And I would have plain t-shirts from Walmart because they were the only ones that accommodate my shoulders and chest. I wanted to fit in like all the other kids, 
to fit ah da, 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 da. sorry guys i'm bad at reading things yeah uh i wanted to fit in like all the kids want to fit in with their peers so every now and then i'd try and squeeze my way into smaller shirts like the other girls were wearing and i would notice all the differences between my body and the other girls bulky shoulders broad chest baby fat around the arms and stomach all accentuated in the most unflattering ways by the clothes i so desperately wanted to wear Masibu. It took another year before I was able to come into my own and learn what made me comfortable. Grade 9 saw me break free from the shackles of the pretty girl image and cut my hair short. Oh, and really grow into myself. I skipped a line. And really grow into myself, as one tends to do in high school. <laughs> I cut my hair short. I donned some sports coats over my plain t-shirts. And I busied myself with my studied studies. You were so close. <laughs> so close. I tried so hard, guys. I know. I felt better about myself because I saw people like me who struggled like I did here at my high school, and it really helped me realize that not everyone looks like the popular girls. This, however, lasted only until puberty hit. You know the phrase, puberty hit them like a truck? I thought that I had been hit with the rankest, nastiest, hairiest garbage <laughs> truck <laughs> in the whole of the city. Aww. Oh, I grew so much body hair, and in places I didn't realize a girl would get hair. I got my leg hair, arm hair, pubic hair, chest hair, beard, dot, dot, dot. What? Wow. Yep. For as much as I developed a pair of banging titties hey. <laughs> and an hourglass figure. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> I also was rocking a five o'clock shadow and chest hair that would make Varric Tetheris je jealous. Dragon Age joke because I'm trash. <laughs> okay just set it on fire wow uh and look at first i didn't actually think anything of it i knew body hair was part of puberty so i was like whatever no big deal <laughs> capital <laughs> i'd trim or shave it and be on my way however this beautiful illusion illusion was shattered during my first period in the first semester Fizzed. the moment i walked into the girls changing room i started to sweat my classmates were all getting changed in the open without any shorts or tank tops, without any issue. <laughs> shorts and tank tops on, and nary a chest hair in sight. No chest hair, no hair on their upper lips, chins, or necks. I felt something in that moment, something in the back of my mind that whispered something was wrong here, but I didn't know what. But it left a bad taste in my mouth no matter how hard I tried to rationalize it. I concluded the other girls <laughs> must be waxed instead of, must wax instead of shave. Fair enough. That's fair. Yep. That's kind of what I thought, too. I was like, bitches. <laughs> bitches. Mostly, I just got to shave all the time. Yeah. Hose. By the second week of school, I was so uncomfortable changing in front of the other girls, I was cramming myself into the disused and broken shower stalls in the back of the changing room to avoid having anyone see me. Aww. Oh. Gone was the tank tops and shorts of the first week, traded in for sweatpants and a sweater that covered me from head to toe so that nobody could see the hair. Damn. Number of times I ended up overheating, passing out from exhaustion and dehydration during gym class was entirely too high. But I would rather have done that than risk being targeted for being weird. Brackets. High school girls are brutal, dude. Oh, buddy. Yup. Oh. No, say no more. God. I thought it would be. I thought it would get better once I didn't have to do phys-ed anymore. And boy, was I wrong. It didn't get any better, and I wasn't getting any happier. I was embarrassed, ashamed, and afraid. It got to the point where I was wearing straight-up jackets to hide my body, and my teachers were constantly trying to make me take them off. So I stopped wearing shirts to school, just a bra and a jacket, so they couldn't make me take them off. Damn. Even as summer approached, my heavy ass, my ass was in a heavy coat. <laughs> 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 my heavy ass. <laughs> my heavy ass oh, was so in cool. a coat, and I continued to overheat. 
But what really did me in was my co-op during grade 12. I was working in a local ele- elementary school as an elderly child education assistant. As an elderly child? <laughs> oh my god, what is my problem? As an early childhood educator's assistant. Literally the opposite <laughs> of elderly. I am sorry, Sabu, for butchering this. I promise Morgan will do better with her half. And it's well, so well written. I know, I'm, pro- I'm sorry. And I, at this point, was starting to have my shit... <sighs> <laughs> and I, at this point, was having to shave my face daily. Wow. Sometimes I just got tired of it or forgot or was too lazy. I can't remember why in this case, but I had to get to work and was helping this kid tie their indoor shoes. And she looks at me and goes, Miss, are you a boy or a girl? You know that feeling that you get when you throw up in your mouth a little? Yeah, that. That's how I felt as I explained that I am a girl, and she's telling me that girls don't have beards like her dad. So that was nice. As it, oh, oh. Sorry. I Switching just, time. I just, no, no, no. I just need to comment on this little girl just before I forget what I want to say. Uh, so first of all, don't say miss if you're not sure. Yeah, what the fuck? What gender. Second of all, like, that burn, though. Girls don't have beards like my dad. Well, you just don't know what girl means. Maybe you're just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Also, kids are just dicks. Yeah. They just say shit. You're still going, by the way. Am I? Yeah. We're not switching yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless you want me to, I can. No. All right. As it turns out, I was not a proper cis girl, as I had lived my entire life up until that point thinking. Biologically speaking, I am intersex. For those not familiar with the term, intersex people are born with variations in their sex characteristics, including things like hormones, chromosomes, and genitals. Basically, intersex folks don't fit in the typical, again, heavy on the air quotes, friends. There were quotes around that. (laughs) uh, Standard of male and female bodies. If you consider it like a scale with 100% female on the far left and 100% male on the far right, intersex is pretty well all combinations in between the two binary opposites. How did I read that perfectly fine? (laughs) (laughs) But couldn't read early. What the fuck? turned early to elderly. Elderly. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck ever. I only found this out because in addition to the male body hair, I also never got my period. Oh, yes, you can be as jealous as you want, but I thought I was broken. Or something. I eventually told my mom, who brought me to a specialist, who did a bunch of tests, and then told us that I don't actually have the bits necessary for menstruating, and where a girl's body would have begun producing estrogen, I can't, I've never been able to pronounce estrogen, (laughs) during puberty, mine was actually producing testosterone. (laughs) Can't pronounce that either. Surprise! (laughs) Surprise is part of the thing, not... Me just saying surprised that I can't pronounce shit because that's not a surprise. Yeah, no, he was just surprised that he was producing testosterone. Which is very much a surprise. Uh-huh. Uh, so now we're going to switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this certainly helped answer some nagging questions I had in regards to why the hell my body was doing what it was. But I needed some time to process it all. So I did what any normal person would do. I bought a plane ticket and moved to England. Cebu, you should have gone to Spain. <laughs> Oh, man. I had to. You, you had to. 
Except uh, if he wore a jacket to Spain, that would be Ooh, real be spicy. Hot as fuck. Real spicy. All right, yeah, never mind. England is a good option uh-huh. if you're already overheating. <laughs> Made the right choice. Uh, no joke. I spent some time living there and learning about not only myself, but also learning more about being intersex and what that meant. It was at that point that I learned what transgender was. Small town up north, remember? And finally, things clicked into place. The more I read, the better I felt inside because to me, it felt right. I discovered that there were plenty of intersex people that chose to go towards one of the binary ends of the gender scale and were perfectly happy while others were happy to live as they were. The nice thing about it is that there's no right or wrong answer. There's only your answer, what's best for you. Thus began the start of my transition to male and a whole new set of problems and body issues. I came up to my mom first, and not because I was ready to do so, but because I had been trying to take a shower in my flat. Ooh. In my flat in England. Bear this in mind. Yeah, I love when he <laughs> says that. He's like, my flat. And I'm like, ooh, fancy London. Ooh, my flat. Was there a loo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, in my flat in England, uh, and I caught sight of myself in the mirror as I was trying to get in, and the dysphoria hit. Long story short, one of my flatmates came home from work to find me naked and curled up under the bathroom sink in tears because I couldn't process the difference between how I felt versus what I saw in the mirror. Oh, She called my mom back home and my mom talked me through it. It was about a month after that that I came back to Canada and began working with a therapist. During this time, I was staying with my at-the-time dad who let me move in with him. For six months, I didn't leave the house. And I'm not exaggerating either. I stayed in my room, occasionally ventured out and into the basement to use the downstairs bathroom, and did not see the light of day for six months. My eyes are still damaged and highly light sensitive from being in the dark for so long. Hashtag regret. (laughs) (laughs) No regrets. Not one letter. I was going to be like, oh, and then you did hashtag regret. And it was just like, oh my God. Uh, I Skyped with my... with my therapist twice a month. I was going to say, how did you see your therapist? If you were <laughs> but technology. Hey. Uh, and finally managed to work things out to a point where I could finally feel comfortable leaving my den and getting back out into the world as who I had been. Getting back into the world as who I had been, but it was who I was now. I think there was supposed not to be a not. Yeah. yeah. Not who I had been, but who I was now. One of the reasons I was so afraid of going out at this point was that this was the city I grew up in and people would only know me as a girl and my self-confidence was fragile. Eventually, I started going out in small stints, normally to my brother and cousin's hockey practices. This is where I first learned about the joys of the men's bathroom. I had purposely been avoiding (laughs) using the bathroom in public because I was worried about passing as a guy. For all of high school, I was worried that I was too masculine to be seen as a girl. And now I was afraid I was too feminine to pass as a guy. Nice, Aww. right? Uh, women love to chat and such in the bathroom. And so they're always looking at one another. True. I always found this gaze to be really judgmental. And so something I was afraid of was the same thing happening in the men's bathroom. <laughs> Luckily for me, I learned pretty quickly that men do not look at other men in the restroom. They keep their eyes on their own urinals and don't make eye contact. We literally had a conversation about this at work the other day. <laughs> I was like, man, I would not want to use the men's bathroom. And he was like, nah, dude, it's fine. Ladies want to talk to you and shit in the bathroom. Men are like, do your shit and leave. Literally, he just wrote, just get in, do their thing and get out. Yes! I could definitely appreciate that and soon became more comfortable taking a leak in public restrooms. Proud of you. 
That's a big thing. That is a big thing. Uh, but once I got a lot of the social aspects down, I spent a lot of time people watching in order to pick out how men did things in public from walking and gait to how they held themselves, etc. in order to learn by imitation. It was time for me to move on. I moved to where I'm living now in Southern Ontario in order to begin the medical part of my transition. Oh, cool. Hormone therapy and getting on the waiting list for top surgery. I got myself a nice little bachelor apartment, got my testosterone and injection kits, and started looking for work. The first place I ended up was a call center, but that didn't last very long. While physically most people would look at me and think, young man, my voice was not. So for the entire time I was on the phones with irate people, I was being missed and mammed in between being yelled at. I tried to stick it out, but bottling up is never a good option. Eventually, I ended up having a breakdown on the floor, and my manager pulled me aside and asked me what was happening. While he was understanding of my situation, there wasn't anything that he was able to do about it. I more or less just stopped going into work and started looking for work I could do that didn't involve me being on the phone. One thing about me, even four plus years into my transition, that my voice still is rather higher on the vocal scale. Even now, I'll have people that I've only spoken with on the phone go, I didn't know X was a girl's name, only for them to apologize profusely when I correct them. Most people just assume I'm a gay guy at this point, which isn't so bad. At this point, they're half right. They are. They're half right. <laughs> I begin chatting with my therapist again after all that, and I notice that the things bothered me as a kid, physical attributes like my height, body hair, weight, etc., didn't affect me the same way they did in the past. Presenting a certain way, fitting in, trying to mold myself to fit a standard that I was never built for. Looking back on it now reminds me of how fleeting and temporary it all was. In the long run, it didn't actually matter. Having learned who I was, what made me happy and comfortable has given me the confidence to truly be the person I was meant to be. Four years ago, when I first started transitioning, you never catch me dead doing anything that would have made you even remotely question whether I was a boy or a girl. Now, I'll sit with my sister and paint my nails because I like having colorful nails. I'll let my sister practice her makeup techniques on me and then post them on her Instagram story. No, no, no. Damn it. This is going so well. <gasps> yes! And then post them on her Instagram because I like spending time with her. I'll shop for my jeans in the women's section of the stores because they fit my hips and legs better than men's jeans. Interesting. Hmm. I do what makes me happy and I do so confidently because I've lived and I've learned. And just because something has been labeled a girly thing or a guy's thing doesn't mean it's off limits. Hell yes. Yes. Oh my God. Preach. We need to rant about that after. Ugh. You want to dye your hair five different colors? You want to wear that skirt? You want to get up on stage and sing Britney Jerk karaoke? Yes. You want to shop in the men's section? Do it because you want to do it. <gasps> yes. Oh my God. Okay. Never mind. I'm pulling it out now. Campus Major. crew. Fuck you, campus crew. Major call back to campus crew. Oh, oh my, my God. God. When we were in like high school. Okay. This is also a callback to the women's fashion thing. Fuck you, women's fashion. We need more pockets. Yep. Pockets are becoming a thing now. I'm be happy about it. But yep. oh my God. In high school, we went to the fucking local campus crew at our mall and we purposefully went to the men's side because we wanted to buy track pants with fucking pockets in it. And the cashier came up to us and she was like, you know, you're shopping in the men's section, right? And we were like, <laughs> yeah, Kelly. That was a great imitation of her voice. <laughs> <laughs> she was probably a fine woman, but fuck you. But like, yeah. Also, what if I was buying for someone else? Like, we were with other people also. Yeah, I'm we were. sure we were with dudes. Yeah, we were. Like, what? Get out of here. Fuck you. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, anyway. anyway. <laughs> uh, and if you don't have the confidence to do it right now, then that's okay too. The more you live an experience in life, the more your eyes will be open to the world around you. And the more you'll realize oh. that all those eyes that 
that you think are trained on you are too busy staring at themselves in the mirror, their fears and anxieties the same as yours. Know that it's okay to be afraid and that it's okay to question yourself now. It's all part of growing up. So true. Also, like, holy fuck. Yeah. But now I've taken up entirely too much of the girl's time, so I'll wrap this up. Before I do, though, I want to share one last thought with you. I know that my story and experiences aren't universal by any stretch of the imagination. We all have different situations, different lives, and what worked for me won't necessarily work for you. But if even one person listening today hears this and can find some wisdom or comfort in my words, no matter if you're cis, trans, questioning, or otherwise, then I believe it's a story worth telling. That said, thanks again to the fine folks here at the Self-Title Club for inviting me to join them here today. Stay strong and stay weird, friends. Cheers, Seb. My Sibu! So cute. Your story is so worth telling, oh man. So worth telling. I'm so happy we postponed recording this podcast. I am so happy, too, because if we didn't, we wouldn't have been able to hear your story. No. Oh, my God. That was so worth it. And, like... It's really crazy how such a different story has so many similar crossovers still to ours. Like, that's crazy. I think a lot of the things that you were saying about the gender stereotypes, too. Oh, my God. Like, there were so many that even me as a child, I I had my own. It's so stupid. Like, it is stupid. But, like, I remember my cousin, who's a boy, really liked playing with Barbies. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was super weird. Because my mom would always say, Morgan's a girl. She's going to play with Barbies. Zach's a boy, my brother. He's going to play with Beasties. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what Beasties are, you're too young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when my cousin wanted to play with bar- Barbies, I was like, uh, why? I don't... Mm-hmm. What? So it's just, like, a lot of things that people just put in your head that, it, like, this is for girls, this is for boys. Like, in the end, it doesn't matter. If you're happy doing the thing, do the thing. You know, something super interesting that I actually think back on is, like, as much as, uh, like, gender roles and stuff were influenced on me by society, my parents never really cared. Because, like, looking back on it, like, my brother and I, I mean, to be fair, he mostly just destroyed my Barbies just because he was a destructive child. Yeah. But, like, I used to play with, like, his Bionicles and, like, Mm. the toy cars and shit like we played with the same toys basically yeah that's the thing we would share toys too but my brother would just never go near my barbies but like any of the other toys like we would share yeah like he just mostly didn't care about my toys and like i think mostly i just shared his toys because i thought they were cooler i was like yo these are dope even now i'm like give me an ice give me a fucking rc car i want the beyblades fucking love beyblades especially nowadays oh my god yeah but thank you, Seb. That was so awesome. <gasps> and yeah, if anyone, like he said, if anyone were to take anything from that, like that's what this is all about. Yeah. To create a conversation about it and make even one person feel more, more normal about what they're going through. Because mm-hmm. yeah, knowing you're not alone is a great feeling. Yeah, most definitely. <sighs> Boy, got a little heavy. It's all I good. Mean, that's how we roll. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Wow. All right. Next time you hear us. Oh, man. It might be a little uh, more hectic. A little bit. A little uh, more uplifting, hopefully. Yeah. We're going to be going to the Cine, which if you're in the Niagara region slash GTA, you'll know all about. And if you're not and you're a pleb <laughs> and you need an explanation that is the canadian national exhibition because we're fucking extra 
Yeah. Mostly it is a giant ass carnival. And like I I describe it as a carnival because that's like the feel of it. But like, boy, is it so much more than a carnival. It's almost like an outdoor convention in a way. But like the yeah. convention doesn't really have a direction. There's just like everything there. Yeah. They have really good food. They have bands playing. They have like an amusement park. They got rides. They have yeah. like animals and shit this year apparently. Whatever. It's on for like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, the last two weeks of August. Yeah. So... Uh, we're going to do a cool double date there. Boop, boop. Uh, so we'll go there. We'll try and record a little bit there. We'll see how that goes. But the episode is basically going to be about our experience there. Yeah. And I know that there's like some cool history behind it and like why it started and how it started and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like there's some something there. Yeah. And I feel like we're on a bit of a kick of looking into like, I mean, we live in an interesting enough area. I don't really have any issues with the Niagara region. I mean, I shouldn't I just say hate that. Living here, I shouldn't say I don't have issues. I just mean <laughs> I don't have huge glaring issues that make me like want to leave. Um, the transit's pretty shitty, but like I drive, so yeah. it doesn't really affect me. Um, there are issues, uh, but I think there's a lot of cool stuff around here too. We have a lot of cool history. Yeah, like especially just because of where we're located with the lakes and the borders and everything it's just mm-hmm. uh, a lot yeah so yeah I, i'm pretty sure the the cne is pretty interesting so yeah you'll hear us talk about that next time because <sighs> we like to talk clearly mm-hmm. okay bye bye <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to Self-Title Club. To continue to support us, please visit our website at selftitleclub.com for literally everything that we have. There's a link to our bio page, our Facebook and our Instagram, and also all our full episodes to listen to. There's also a contact page which links directly to our email, contact us at selftitleclub.com. Questions, comments, feedback, or general tomfoolery will be accepted. You can also subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app or directly in iTunes, as well as on Google Play Music. And please rate and review us on iTunes because it helps other people find us, and it also helps us tailor our content to what you want to hear. We will be doing shoutouts for all the reviews we get, so keep them coming. That's all until next time. This This self-titled club meeting is now adjourned. adjourned.